everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 313. Yes, we are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ramess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Wild Space. Okay, who let her in the studio? Who, who didn't lock the door behind him? <laughs> That's your fault. How is it my fault? I was the first one in. Mm-hmm. I kind of told her, Psst, yo, get in here. Get in on this. I ninja'd. Lord. I, I, I can't with y'all. I certainly can't. <laughs> you should at least try. I mm-hmm. do. Why do you think I, why do you think I have a therapist? <laughs> mm. And why do you think this bottle of Coke is not really Coke, it's actually rum? I knew it. And there's some Coke in there, right? Is a Coke flavoring. Are you the reason why the rum is gone? Maybe. I knew that too. Mm-hmm. Well, what can I say? It's good rum. And I hope y'all cannot hear the, the sounds that are above my head, okay? Uh-huh. No. The kids upstairs are jumping around. If I didn't know anybody, I swear they were doing uh, doubles on, on a couple of dance pads. God. Yeah, just give the ceiling a jab with a broom handle. You'll be okay. <laughs> right. I'd be afraid the ceiling would fall. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wild Spice, if you only knew this the shoebox studio, if you only knew. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the shoebox studio. I just heard stories. <laughs> Look, I am tempted to rename the Wi-Fi connection to shoebox studio, okay? Do it. Well, I do have a secondary Wi-Fi spot I could do that with, so... So, besides, I would probably would need something in case somebody I, I don't know who come, that who is friends of a friend who comes over and they want access to the Wi-Fi, I'm like... Yeah, I'm not giving that password out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We are live tonight, week of June 6, 2017, here on the Voice of Geeks Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vog, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network, where there is some information about the Vogue Network there on our own site. And a link, if you click on it, it's an IRC link. That will, and if you have one of these chat clients, it will bring you directly into the chat room. And check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your Vogue points. And if you are listening on the Encore slash uh, on the Encore feed, well, you'll have to get us on the podcast feed, which is through iTunes, Google Play, and all those other aggregators, and there will be a passphrase in there. When you hear that passphrase, come on over to vognetwork.com and earn some points. Easy, simple, effective. Ah, okay. Um, now that we got that out the way, uh, let's go ahead and start things off with how was your week, how was your day? Ari. 
Oh god, I have been tired this entire week. Like, even like, yes, like Monday morning was just so fucking physically difficult to get out of bed. Mm. I just felt, you know, worn down more than usual. I'm, <clears throat> I'm not sure if it was. Honestly, I'm not sure what the hell it is, but I blame the weather. That might be it. I don't know. Anyway, like last night, I, I this, I, there was like several times where I just randomly woke up in the middle of the night and just could not get any sleep at all. I was worried about falling asleep at the wheel coming home from work, which is never a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And other than that, though, I'm just trying to gear up the best I could I can for Anime Next coming up this week and every day at work I just, just tell myself you just got you know X amount of days left just gotta keep getting through the week that's all you gotta do because there. once uh, Thursday comes along I'm gonna leave directly from work to the convention which day? Thursday we're not gonna be there Thursday oh we're not? no oh fuck me then well, I guess I'll be stopping down Friday morning early then, huh? Yeah. I don't know why I thought we would have Thursday afternoon, but... See, that's another thing. I can't fucking think straight at this point. I feel you. But it seems like Anime Next is starting to turn into that con where, you know what? We should go down on a Thursday. It's slowly becoming that. Hell no! Like I said, slowly. That is an expensive extra day. I know that. I'm just, that's why I said slowly. I didn't say we should do it. That is an expensive extra day. I know yes, that. Yes, you mentioned that. <laughs> I know that. I just said it slowly. I never said we should do it. Well, either way, I only have a four-day work week, and um, speaking of work, last week I pretty much worked every single day between you two overtimes on the Sunday, last Sunday and last Saturday. At the very least, you know, holiday pay on Monday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just trying to maintain my sanity and whatnot after that. So, uh, yeah. That's... It for me. Oh, that's right. The uh, WWE pay per view was this past Sunday too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a that was a that was a twenty dollars show at least. <laughs> I couldn't even say my friend's house to watch because my allergies just got too fucking bad. Mm. Gotcha. I can't I can't you know physically be around his cats anymore because they just get too clogged up and sneezy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's how everything's going for me. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um... I've been dealing with Conplague. I'm, at least that's what I'm assuming it was, or is. Um... So, yeah, I was... Starting to get sick on Wednesday after the show, and then Thursday I was basically in bed all day because yay, sick. 
So, yeah, I get to be on antibiotics for the entirety of Anime Next. Feel better. That's all I can say is feel better and stay strong. Yeah, well, that either means that I don't drink or I'm going to be screwed out of my mind by the alcohol. Because alcohol and antibiotics don't mix. Yeah. Yeah. And how many times have you done that? Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Well, the last, I will say the last time I was on antibiotics for my teeth, I did not drink. I was good because I was at Zenkaikon and I was technically working. So, yeah. Um, but I'm not working anime next. So, all bets are Time off. Time to cut loose. <laughs> yeah, all bets are off. And I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> as long as we still have Franken-Booze. What was that? As long as we still have Franken-Booze. What Franken-Booze? Oh lord! Oh, it's all gone. Yeah? Oh, wait, that oh, Tokyo Tea, that whole thing is gone? Yeah! I thought there was some left! No. Well, yeah, that was eighty dollars worth of booze gone that weekend. Uh, wow. <laughs> but at least you got you got a big ass mimosa though. Yeah. I mean, it was something, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Frankenbooze was gone Saturday night. That's what that's what we were drinking when we were downstairs. Ah. <laughs> well, I might have to bring the party blender now, don't I? Yes. Well then. I say yes on that one. I will have to go dig it out. Until I do, Wild Spice, how's your week, how's your day, how you been? I've been doing okay. Um, I unfortunately have just fallen plague, fallen to the con plague, so um, I'm going to be here for a little bit, and then I'm going to have to bounce, because again, I have to be at work at 4 in the morning, but I can work from home, luckily, because they're pretty awesome like that. But um, I was at Wizard World, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Other than that, my week's been going okay and just getting ready for Anime Next because this is actually the first time I'm doing two conventions back-to-back, -back, so this is going to be interesting. And I'm also staffing this weekend, too, so... Welcome to the club. So that's how your weekend day has been? Yeah, it's been it's been okay. I'm just really just really tired and just whew. next time I don't think I'm gonna do two con weekends back to back because I'm exhausted. 
Oh, oh, th this is con number three coming up in four weeks for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how everybody was able to do it, you know, years back. Cause yeah. my ass is getting too old for this shit. <laughs> You're a beast, Mako. <sighs> yeah, kudos. Achievement unlocked. Hell no. <laughs> my ass is tired. Mm -hmm. I still remember that one that one year I did Shoujo Con. Um, Big Apple Anime Fest. Oh man, memories. <laughs> and Anime Next. I think it was Anime Next or some other. It, all I know was three cons within four weeks of each other. My wallet was screaming. Yeah. Yeah, my wallet has been screaming not because of shit I've bought, just because of gas money. Mm. Yeah, driving never everywhere. Driving back and forth to scream. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Driving back and forth to Lancaster, then driving all over the place in New York. This, at least, I can drive down to the convention and just stay there. Yeah. There you go. And then I get to drink on my way home. Mm hmm. Because, yay! Yay! Well, my weekend day has been the usual. I'm still working on photos and getting stuff done. Um, hanging up behind me is all the laundry I've been putting off for the last two weeks. So I'm like, I really need to get this laundry done. And then I'm like, I gotta figure out what cosplays I'm doing, so... Yeah. I'm doing one. Juju, yeah. Which one? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing Deadpool and that's it. Oh, no Miss Kobayashi? Uh, not unless I'm walking around, because nobody knows who the fuck I am if I'm just, you know, myself. Plus, it's a very hot outfit. You know, long sleeves, long pants. That shit's hot. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's basically has been it. I've just been going from point A to point B, and then after doing laundry, realizing that I end up washing about 10 to 20 business cards in one of my pockets. And kids, this is why you should always check your pockets before you do your laundry. Womp womp. But thankfully, I have like another 500 as should be showing up in the next couple of days, so... Yeah, yeah I, I got an I email about that. That's good. I washed my wallet on accident once or twice. It's mm. never fun. See, that's why I have a chain on my wallet, and one of the things I'm looking forward to this weekend at Anime Next is probably buying a new wallet. Hmm. And that basically has been my week and day, so... We are going to take our first break, and when we get back, we are going to drill into Wild Spice's skull and ask her about Wizard World Philly, a.k.a. the Walmart of comic conventions. Please be gentle. <laughs> Oof. Well, you're the one who went to it, so exactly. that's on you to tell us how it was. Yeah. You're... Oh, yeah. We should yeah. be telling you to be gentle, or, or not. <laughs> Tear the fuck apart. See, you're the one that wanted to do this. You're the one that suffered. There's a reason why a lot of bloggers don't do Wizard, Wizard World conventions as a whole. <laughs> uh.
Okay, so let me pull this file up here. Uh, Alright, so, yeah, and, um, we'll be back. record i have never seen kalito star it neither have i it's amazing it was one of those that kind of fell under the radar per se 
I liked it like at first when I first heard about it. Actually, I think it was from it was from a mag uh, issue of New Type mm-hmm. <laughs> years ago. Um, they, they had episode one on a DVD. Yeah. See, you see, kids. A long time ago, before <laughs> the internet exploded the way it did, you had print magazines, and we had something called New Type, and. That's where we went to get our anime information. If it wasn't new type, it was at America. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an um, anime magazine still floating around now, but yeah, I don't recall the name of it. Because there's every- a couple of them. Yeah, and it's kind of you know what kind of surprised me the fact that Anime News Network is still around. It, it survived like twenty plus years. Yeah. Mm. Well, right. good for them at least. Yeah. I, I kind of missed Annie, Annie Pike, though. I kind of missed that. Oh, man, I forgot about Annie Pike. Wow. <laughs> you see, kids, long ago, before you had sites where you could easily find resources for anime and stuff and having to trade information from your friends with bookmarks, there was a site called the Anime Web Turnpike. It was your one-stop shop of sites where you could go to find all types of information on any type of almost any type of anime eventually it went the way of the dodo bird but what can you do actually just i looked it up <laughs> did you yeah. find anything i found annie pike but yeah i typed did you have to use the internet wayback machine <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, it's in fan lore. They have a page about it. God. Okay, okay. Enough reminiscing about the good old days. Okay, Wild Spice. (laughs) Tell us about Wizard World. We want a day-by-day breakdown. Start with day zero. Day one, please. Sure. Alright, so... This was my first time going, to, or it's my second time going to Wizard World, but it's my, it was my first time going for more than one day because last year I only went on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Again, I understand why if you go at all, you go on one day. Um, so the first day, I actually even wasn't going to go originally. My friend Matt was like, hey, you want to go down and go get our badges because I only live 20 minutes away from Center City. So mm-hmm. him and I went down and we picked up our badges. He did some panels with me, so he got a panelist badge. I was press. The very first problem when we got there was when we went to check in, the person who was supposed to handle press and panelist check-in wasn't even at their station. So this other guy who was behind the Thing was so kind to help us and get us checked in. He's like, I'm not sure if I'm finding this right, but I'm going to get you guys helped out anyway. That's so, <laughs> um, it was pretty dead the first day. After that, we went up to the exhibitors hall or the dealer's room and we walked around, took a look at what they had, which if you're going to go to Wizard World at all, definitely go on Thursday because if you want to buy anything that's like the best day to go because there's no crowds you have to sift through to look at anything and you have all this room to move versus Saturday when it's busy so we walked around for a bit looked at the different booths 
my friend knew several people because he does more comic book cosplay. So he Mm -hmm. was running into a bunch of people and talking to everybody. I was kind of just there. So we did that for a bit until the convention closed and then we left for the day. One thing I don't like about Wizard World is that they shut at 7. That's it. Stuff's done by 7. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of comic cons tend to do that. They Yeah. It ends around 8. The show floor is done by 7, 8 o'clock. Panels will go to maybe 9, 10 o'clock, and then you go back to the room and drink. <laughs> so, for this con, we actually ended up staying at an Airbnb. Because... Yeah. It was kind of a last-minute decision to go, and I was taking a look at trying to find a discounted room for them. That's another thing is on their website, they say, oh, we have discounted rates. But if you click and go to the website, it just takes you to the generic hotel website. So I contacted them and said, hey, I tried to go on to book and see the discounted rate or anything like that. And they were saying, oh, well, if it goes to the regular link, that means we're out of discounted rate rooms. Like, Okay. I mean, you could have put a message on the page saying sold out like a lot of cons do, but mm-hmm. I understand they're the corporate machine. They do multiple conventions all across the country all year. So Plus, it is what it is. <laughs> sometimes multiple ones in the same weekend. Yeah, it is what it is. So Friday I went down after work. Um, I went with my boyfriend, and we met up with my friend when we got down there. We stayed in an Airbnb, which was about three blocks from the convention center. Mm -hmm. Great decision because it was way cheaper than staying in a hotel in Center City, which is about two to $300 a night. We paid total around $300 for the Airbnb from Friday to Sunday. How much? So, around $350. That's not so bad. No, and it was um, it was a nice little nice apartment. Um, it was a three bedroom apartment we stayed in, but like the hostesses were there, so mm-hmm. we stayed in one of the empty bedrooms. So we got checked into our Airbnb, and then we headed over to the convention. I actually had a photo shoot I had to do with my friend. I was running a bit late though because when I got we got the Uber from my house to co- go down to the con instead of taking the train because it would have taken a while and I didn't want to drive because parking's outrageous in the city. So got there a little late, finally did meet up with her and we did a shoot of her as Sailor Moon while boyfriend went and got his panelist, ba- or panelist badge, which they don't do badges unless you're VIP or you have a signing with a guest. Other than that, you get wristbands. Yeah, that, so, that's, the, yeah, that, that, that's something, I guess, that's kind of new, per se, you know? Not really yeah, new, Yeah, because I, but... I noticed it with anime cons, too. They've been going more to wristbands instead of badges. But, I mean, the badges are nice because it's a nice little souvenir you can keep from the weekend. The wristband, you got to, like, cut it off, and that's about it. I don't know, some of the cons I end up doing, I get, they, I get like, a card for um for the for the for the uh, for the autograph signings and stuff. But if it's either, you know, if it's a Japanese voice act actress, they give you like a a card like here, this is for you. And some is like yeah, you just get on the line. Other conventions do it for both, so I actually prefer that. Mm-hmm. So we got him all squared away. We had a panel 
that night. We did a panel on just anime. It was called anime versus anime. So mm-hmm. we were talking about mainstream anime versus obscure anime. We had a nice little turnout for the panel, and we had a nice discussion with people about just anime that we feel is mainstream and just talking about anime that people may not have heard of and ones Dave would recommend seeing. The way their layout was was really different from last year. Big change this year was there was only one way into the convention. You could only get into the convention on the 12th and Arch Street entrance of the convention center. They had metal detectors set up, so you actually had to go through metal detectors before you could even get up to the convention area. Wow. Which, that was new for me. I've never had that at a convention. I mean, I understand why, especially with what happened in Manchester and then what happened at the one con with the Green Ranger. So I understand why they have metal detectors. But that was... That was fun. Whenever you were coming into the con, you had to get in line and wait to go through the metal detectors, and then you could go up to the show floor. Okay, two things. Uh, number one, I want to just say this real quick. Um, one of our friends of the show, Gamer Girl X, she is actually doing a live stream. I believe she might be doing a live stream of her for sewing projects right now, and she's got us playing in the background, so that's pretty cool. And, nice. Yep. Hello. And hey. Number, <laughs> and number two. This whole, the thing about the Green Ranger, uh, I had a, got I got into a bit of a discussion about this, but I got out of it before it got too deep because you y'all know how I feel about getting into discussions with with somebody who is unarmed. This person was screaming that the person going after the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank, is not one of us. He is a normie, and I'm just like, no, he's one of this us. This was a guy who said he would have come to the. The big anniversary special in the in the Mega Four series, and said he would have done it for free or for a dollar. Yeah. So yeah, this is so not one of us is kind of not really fitting the bill for him. Mm-hmm. He is one of us. He's just gone off the deep end. Believe you me, if this person was a normie, this person would not have given a flying fuck about what's going on in that convention center. Please continue. That's okay. Um. So. Yeah, metal detectors, fun thing, lines out the door on Saturday because of the metal detectors, but I understand, I'm glad they took that extra step to just make sure people were safe and keeping things secure. Mm-hmm. With the layout, because they had to have you come in that way and go through the metal detectors, when you would try to leave, it was a pain in the butt to leave because you had to try to find somewhere in the convention center where you could get back downstairs and leave. Yeah. But then once you got down to the bottom floor, it was a challenge trying to get back upstairs because the escalators were all down escalators. What? So, wait, wait, stop. What? Yeah. <laughs> so where the main... Where the main, like, where the exhibitors and everything was, it was in one of these halls on the second floor. So, if you're coming into the convention center from the gallery or where, like, Market East is, if you walk in through that big open area that's right near where it's connected to the Marriott, you walk down a hallway. Once you get to the end of the hallway, that's where all the Wizard World stuff was happening. So, traffic flow would bring you to there and then... If you wanted to walk down the hallway, you'd go down the hallway, and if you want to go down the stairs, you got to hop on the escalators. Well, there's only down escalators right there, so once you got to the bottom, it was either try to get the elevator back up or 
go around the stanchions in front of the steps to get back upstairs because they had the steps blocked off. It was it was kind of crazy because how else are you getting back upstairs? <laughs> that makes no sense. I can understand. Well, do, you, uh, do you remember what the attendance was for that convention? I have no idea what the attendance was. Because all the the the, uh, the traffic flow you're describing, it sounds like the convention. It, it's you know, you find it like a. 50, 60,000 plus uh, attendee convention. You know, it was like, definitely not that many people. <laughs> so a small, so a small con feel with a large con traffic issues. Yeah. That was another thing too. Was when we were doing our panels, our panels were in that direction. So there were panel rooms down there if you went down that escalator, and then down the hallway. But then it was a matter of well, how do you get back upstairs. You have to exit the building, and then, oh, I have to go back through security to get back upstairs. Like, didn't make any sense. See, I can understand doing that if it's the end of the night and you're trying to get everybody out, but... Yeah. Damn. And it was just weird that they had the steps blocked off. Like, where are you supposed to go then? So a lot of us just went around the stanchions and went up the steps because there was no other way to get back upstairs. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, we did our panel, had a nice turnout. After that, we went to Yakitori Boy because Khan shut at 7 and there wasn't anything else to do. So we went to Yakitori Boy, hung out for a bit, then went back to the Airbnb and just chilled out. Then Saturday, got up, came back over to the convention. We had another panel with um, two of my other friends. And we did that panel that was on cosplay then and now, so I'm laughing when we were talking about new type and anime web turnpike and all that, because mm -hmm. that's kind of stuff we were talking about in our panel, is we were just talking about how cosplay has changed from like the early 2000s when a lot of us started to now. Mm -hmm. And there were people in this panel that were just like, wow, seriously? It used to be like that? <laughs> Fucking yeah. young whippersnappers. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like, yeah. So, like, Anna, were you part of the old man yells at cloud crowd? No, contrast. I don't. Mm, I'm not sure. You see kids, you see boys and girls. There was a time in cosplay where it was mostly fun, and nobody gave a damn. The times yep. have changed. Now fun is the new F word. Yeah. Exactly. So much drama. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, we did our panel. My friend was part of the DC shoot. They had a big DC shoot at, like, so I helped out with that I took some photos there did a couple photos with just some friends like by themselves so they had some costumes or some photos of themselves by themselves aside from the group after that we went for ramen to Yamatsuki which is in Chinatown it's a Naruto themed ramen place it's really great after that we went back to the convention again and just hung out in the exhibitors hall like honestly there's mm -hmm. not much to do at this convention except hang in the exhibitors hall they have panels but it's a matter of well can i find the panel room or was it a topic i was interested in which there wasn't really any panels i was interested to, in too much another thing i noticed with the con was how they had the celebrities set up to get autographs it was really weird they had 
like we're gonna call it like a corral in the middle of the room that had a circle of tables and that is where you would go to get autographs with specific people they'd be seated at the tables in a circle so there'd be lines spitting out from each of the tables it was interesting and then the photo op area they had like in a back corner of the exhibit hall where you had you paid for photo op you went back there and lined up and got your photo taken and then you could go pick it back up later was there uh, like did you get any photos taken i did not because i didn't want to spend the money on like a vip or a photo op because they're expensive yeah i know you see who, who was there who were the guests Oh, man, there was a lot of people. Um, I walked past Chuck Norris, so that was nice. Um, like, Chuck Norris was there. The people that play Leo and Piper from Charmed. Billy Piper was there. The most recent girl that was the companion on Doctor Who was there. Can't stand her. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno was there. Um, Nichelle from Star Trek, she was there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of people that were there, <laughs> but they were in a circle in the middle of the room. Oh, um, Gene Simmons was also there, <laughs> but they were supposed to have some other big name people, but surprise, they dropped at the last second. Like Charlie Sheen was supposed to be there, but due to scheduling conflicts, he canceled. Scheduling <laughs> conflict. Some... You can't really see it, but I'm making the air quotes. That's what I did too. It was like scheduling conflict. I, I I blame it on the tiger blood, you know. Let's not kid ourselves. Charlie Sheen would have fucking made that convention. Yes. <laughs> so, another thing with the exhibitors thing, you know, you got your booths like for T-Mobile. You got one for Xfinity, which they had the Game of Thrones thrown there, so you could take your picture on it if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. There were also this. I'm sorry. No, I was like, mm-hmm. go on, yeah. Game of Thrones thrown. Um, there was also some other booths set up like that that had like the TARDIS, Ghostbusters car, Jurassic Park car, etc. But if you wanted a picture with them, you had to pay ten to fifteen dollars to take a picture with them. See, that's one of the reasons why I prefer getting my my photo my autographs at anime cons and gen cons per se because at the anime cons the autographs are are pretty much are free. If right. it's like a gen con like Zenkai or something like that, it's a few dollars. That ain't bad. But when it comes mm-hmm. straight up to the comic cons, it's like $150. Damn, hold, I'm like, "Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to dislocate this arm and toss it in. I mean, can I get an autograph with that? Can I get a selfie with that, too? You know? Shit. So, speaking of selfies, they had a selfie station set up in Wizard World, but if you wanted to use it, it was $15. What in the fuck? (laughs) That is ridiculous. I don't even like selfies, and I'm like, who the fuck would do that? <laughs> if it was a, if it was a Piricura machine, I could get, I understand that. Yeah, that I'd be down for. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just for a selfie with the background of Wizard World, no, I'm good. Um, anyway, back to Saturday because I'm like the exhibit room I could go on about. But Saturday did the panel, ramen, walked around the con. 
after the con was over, we went back to the Airbnb and chilled out, took a nap, because later that night they were doing the karaoke gong show at the Trocadero, which was hosted by Skeletor. So that was fun. So it was a karaoke contest. I signed up to sing, Mm -hmm. but I didn't get a turn because it was almost one o'clock and we decided it's time to crash and go to sleep. And it was over at one thirty. So, but (laughs) I liked that they did things in the Trocadero because I'd never been there. So it was nice to get in there. Finally, they also did um, Star Wars music prior to that in the Troc as well. So it was actually going on at the same time because one of the bands was playing Star Wars music. And then Sunday, we got up. My boyfriend had to leave because he had to go to work, so he got an Uber and he left. My friend and I went back to the con. We were both dressed as a... He was dressed as Captain America. I was dressed as America Chavez. Avengers assemble! Yeah, right. Some some of the Avengers assembled. Um, Had people calling us the captains all day, which was great. Oh, captain, my captain. (laughs) Yes. So we did another panel that morning. I did a panel on cosplay photography. We had three people show up for the panel because a lot of people got stuck in the line for security, which for some reason on Sunday, the line was worse than on Saturday. I'm not sure why. So we only had three people at the panel, but the panel still went really well. They asked really good questions. They, like, they asked a lot of photographer perspective questions. So it was nice to be able to answer those for people. Mm-hmm. And then, after the panel, we walked to the show floor again, and then we were hanging out in the back where the cosplayer area is, because they had cosplay guests. So, if you want to be a cosplay guest at Wizard World, you have to have at least, I think it's like 10,000 followers or something on Facebook, or more than that, to even have a table in their room, exhibitor's hall. Hold, 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 on, hold on for one second. My phone is ringing. Um, bullshit is calling. I need to answer this real quick. Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, so that, that was interesting. I'm like, oh. Okay. So you have to have 10,000 followers on Facebook or at least more than that to even have a table here. Okay. That seems kind of stupid. Look, yeah. Look, look. I, I, I ain't trying to knock a cosplayer to get their fandom and their popularity. If they want to do it, by all means. But honestly, to get ten thousand likes on Facebook, all you need is one Ben Franklin. You give it the Facebook, and within a week, you'll have ten thousand likes on your Facebook. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to, of course, be they sh- won't be listed as organic likes. Actually, they would no. be. Going through Facebook, it would be organic likes. But if you drop $50, there are third-party sites where you go to where it'll generate those 10,000 hits in a few days all coming out of Mexico City. Oh, man. So the cosplayers that were there, though, obviously they had their tables. Mm-hmm. They're selling prints. Anybody, selling that, prints. anybody that we know? Um, Ivy Doom Kitty was there. I don't know if you know her. I know her. She's from the area, so if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um. Oh my gosh, who else was it? 
Sony was not. Um, Sony was there. Oh my gosh, I don't remember what her cosplay name is though. I know her you're talking like her about. Cosplay last Sony name. She was there. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yep, yep, I know you're talking about. Yep. Sonia. No, no, different. Sony. No, not no. Sonia. No, different okay. Sony. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Too, too, that's why I said Sony, not Sonia. Yeah, but um, and there was some. There were two other cosplayers there. I had no idea who they mm. were. That's like a lot of cosplayers now, though, that have tables or have booths. I have no idea who they are. It's gotten to the point where I will buy cosplay prints only from the people that I know, because I will support them. Right. That's yeah, the way but I, look at I it. just noticed that a lot in general, just with conventions. It's like, here's this cosplay guest. It's like I, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> it used, it used to be where you knew who the cosplay guests were, and if there was someone that claimed to be a cosplay guest, you didn't know who they were. You're like, who the fuck is you? Sit your ass down. Now it's like, who are these people? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just gonna go to the bar, you know. Yeah, it's like the people that are guests. It's like, oh, I've been cosplaying since like 2015. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, you're new. I see. Um... Well, welcome. I I don't know who you are. <laughs> I right, listen but... here. Listen here, fresh meat. <laughs> All the fresh meat. See that when that's when when they say I've been doing this, I've been when they say they've been cosplaying for about a year, and they are just all full of bubbly and smiles, and they talk how they are, the the, the night. That's when you look at them like the Rock, and you raise an eyebrow, and you're like, what? No, you, you'd be like, right? who in the blue hell are you? That too. Mm-hmm. And when they introduce themselves, you're like, it doesn't matter who you are. Oh, my goodness. It's so true, though. Mm -hmm. So, that was really it for Sunday. We just wandered around the con floor for a bit, and then we're like, you know what, let's go. Because there wasn't really anything else to do. So, the the crowd, I feel like, was lighter than last year. Like. Mm -hmm. You're talking about, like, the traffic flow, 50, 60,000 people. There's no way there were that many people there. There was probably a few thousand people there. Like, it Turn, didn't feel that crowded. Turnstile numbers. Yeah. Just. And just, I didn't like the layout, especially with, if you wanted to leave, you had to, you know, find the exit. But then, oh, I got to go back through security when I come back. And just getting stuck on the bottom floor is fun. <laughs> There's like, here, let's corral everyone on the bottom floor and let them have at it trying to figure out how to get back upstairs. But they did have a good variety of vendors. So, you know, they had sci-fi people there. They had comic book people there. There's a lot of anime people there as well. I saw so many Love Live plushies. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They had a lot. Well, they had the artists and the dealers mixed in together. Well, that's kind of normal. I mean, because there was a discussion about this on another friend's Facebook, where you know, you had some conventions will have one hall on one side is artist yeah. alley, and the other side is 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 the vendors. Some conventions, it's two separate locations. Yeah, like that's usually how Otakon is. Yeah. 
but I, but I for see, example, <laughs> I, I see it more of a trend of putting it all in one because you can keep yeah. all that traffic inside, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the food, of course, was overpriced because Pennsylvania Convention Center. <laughs> but here's the thing: there's a Wawa across the fucking street. Yeah. Oh no! So the Wawa got closed. It's a Dunkin' Donuts now. What? Oh bullshit! Fuck! Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, that wait, Wawa wait. used to be on the corner as a Dunkin' Donuts. Wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. That doesn't matter. Go down another block, it's Chinatown. Cheap food. Yeah, right. Fuck that. That's true. Yeah. It's like PAX East. You walk 15 minutes down the road and you're in Chinatown. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. I was just like, eh. I felt I was bored a lot of the time. Because I'm used to, one, I'm used to going to cons, you know, and there's people you know there mm -hmm. it's like oh no one's really here <laughs> so there's no one really to hang out with except the people i came with and just the the dealer's room thing was just yeah there was so oh my gosh so many fidget spinners so many fidget spinners that's a story for another time yeah i did like though that they had different like bands and different groups performing they had a stage like right when you walked in the exhibit hall i like they had different groups and stuff performing like the thursday night it was a beatles cover band That's and cool. then oh my god the costume changes they did they were doing costume changes like every five minutes it was ridiculous um there was a group that did lightsaber battles like they rotated out the entertainment there and then on the far side of the room they had like a kids area mm -hmm. so they had some people they had some cosplayers who were like disney princesses and stuff show up and do like story time and they had batman and spider-man show up so it was nice too yeah, that's pretty cool i like that yeah yeah and their little their video game section was just one little area that was like sign up for gaming tournament here they didn't have like any area for you to, like play video games that sounds awfully low rent for a convention. Yeah, I mean, I get that it's like more a comic book geared convention, but it's like there's not even, there's not really anywhere for you to play games at. It's just, oh, I can just watch this tournament then. Okay. All right. But um, my friend, my friend that was with me, and then my boyfriend, they both have been to New York Comic Con, so they were comparing it to New York Comic Con the whole time, and I'm like. No, <laughs> two you, different you, animals. You, you can't. You, you yeah, can't do no. that. If you're going to, if you're going to drop the, the old oh, and is better at the NY com, NYCC uh, card, you better make sure no one counter drops you with SDCC and a few other conventions. All right, New York Comic Con is its own little beast. There's nothing yeah. little about New York Comic Con. Yeah, um, yeah. So, overall, Wild Spice, would you go back next year? I don't know. I'm up in the air about it because um, I was like, we were talking about in the panel about like how cosplays change. Like, there are so many conventions happening on mm -hmm. any given weekend now where before it's like, oh, you had to wait months for the next convention or even a year for the next convention, depending where you were. And I'm just seeing everybody's posts from like Colossal Con mm -hmm. and things like that. And I'm like, I want to go there. <laughs> you want to go where the people are. Yeah, which was going around on Facebook with Ariel and the little Colossal Con logo. Yeah, I want to okay. be where the people I, I, are. I'm not, unless we're driving, I ain't dropping 80 bucks on a, 
on a car or a taxi or a shuttle from the hotel to the Kalahari. That ain't happening. Right. And in a way, if you think about it, you still have to say, you know, these con you have to wait a month here and there because if you're hitting all of these conventions and your friends aren't, then what? And then especially if you want to coordinate with them, you might have to skip a couple of cons and meet up with them at this convention, and it's going to be might be a month wait, you know? But when you think about it, you could just turn yeah. a backyard into a convention. Yeah, but I mean, like, at least now, if you're somebody who's like, ah, I'm looking for something to do. Oh, look, there's a con going on this weekend. Or there's a con going on, like, next week. Where before, it's like, I gotta figure out where there's a con nearby. <laughs> but, eh, Wizard World is what it is. It's its own animal. It was okay. Like, I mean, I'm happy I got to have my friend go with me, and my boyfriend got to go to another con because he wants to go to more cons and he actually wants to cosplay, so that was helpful for him. It gave him cosplay ideas, but other than that, I don't know if I'd really go back again or not. I feel like there's other cons you can go to. That sounds about right. You know, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, it like you said earlier, like Walmart of conventions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would consider it that because they do one frequently all across the country. They got several going on, so. Also, just trying to sign up for a panel was a pain because I signed up for panels like a week or two before the con. They're like, they sent out some emails saying, oh, we need some anime content. Who wants to do panels? It was like two weeks before the con they sent this email out. Brr. Yeah. I mean, kudos, though, to the people who were in the panel rooms, like the staffers and stuff. They were great. They made sure panelists had water, and they made sure that, oh, can you hook your laptop up to the projector and everything like that? So they were very helpful. But communication was not the best, and they were very last minute. See, this is this is part of the reason why I don't do Wizard World anymore. I mean, especially when they tried to go head to head with New York Comic Con that one year. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's there's ingenuity. It's being intuitive, and then they're shooting yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Comic uh, Wizard World tends to shoot itself in the foot. Yeah, I mean. The, like I said, like the guests they brought in, like cosplay related. Again, it's like, who are these people? So that's not really gonna help draw people either, because no one knows who they are. Except for like maybe five to ten people. Yeah, and it was, it was underwhelming. <laughs> that's the best, that's the best word for it. It was underwhelming. I I'll leave it at that. So. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Now that we've finished talking about Wizard World Philly, and you kind of understand why we as a whole don't really do the Wizard World conventions, mm -hmm. we are going to move on. Um, who wants to take the first article? Don't make me pick names out of a hat. I'll take it. Go for it. Okay, so there's a live-action Kaibo BYP series in the works. 
The critically and commercially successful 1998 Japanese anime series is set to be adapted into a live-action series by Tomorrow Studios, a partnership between ITV Studios and Marty Edelstein. The live-action version will be exclusive, ex executive produced by Sunset Incorporated, the studio responsible for the original anime iteration, as well as Midnight Radio, Marty Edelstein, Becky, Cle Becky Clements, and Matthew Weinberg. Midnight Radio consists of Josh Applebaum, and Andre Nemec, Jeff Pinker, and Scott Rosenberg. And Chris Yost will write the adaptation. Cowboy Bebop takes place in 2071, the original version, follows Spike Spiegel and his gang of bounty hunters, also known as Cowboys, as they combine around the galaxy, attempting to capture bad guys and survive some of the most intense dangers the galaxy has to offer. The anime has, has been successful in Western markets and is credited with introducing a new wave of Western viewers to anime. And is also one of the, one of the best anime series of all time. Mm. Already, it already received a feature film treatment in 2001 with Cowboy Beyond the Movie, which is set amidst the latter third of the 26-episode anime series, and received mostly positive reviews from critics. I need to pick that up. In the same year, the original series became the first anime series we could yet be broadcast on Adult Swim in the United States. Okay, now people are already bitching that they don't want a live action. They're go they're saying Hollywood's going to ruin it. Okay, the live action, as it says here, is, is being produced by Sunset. This is the studio that worked on the original series, so you know they're going to keep it as legit as possible. Also. ITV Studios, they are an international company. If you ever watched, you'll see their names on various UK shows and programming. So, I think it's going to work. And also, each episode has to be at least an hour, or at least 45 minutes. Because there's no way they're going to be able to fit each episode live action in 30. It's not, I don't think they can. I, 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 I have faith in this because of the studios that are involved and the people that are involved. I, I, I have I have faith. What do y'all think? Well, we've come a long way from the rumors about a live-action Cowboy Bebop movie starring Keanu Reeves as Spike. Mm-hmm. Or Rupert Everett. At least Spike's a fan of Cowboy Bebop, so there's that. True. What do you think, Mako? Um, I think as long as they don't screw it up, we'll be alright. Yeah. I mean, it's... Because as you said, it's, you know, it's being done by people that shouldn't be able to screw it up. That doesn't mean anything, but I hope they don't try to go too dark with it. Because I could see them going, oh, well, look at all the stuff, you know, that's popular right now on Netflix and all of that crap. And I can see them taking it too far. Now, given Netflix's track record, if they announce later that Netflix is joining in on this, you know it's going to be good. Not necessarily. I don't know. I mean, Netflix is a pretty good track record. I don't. I mean, not necessarily. Hmm. Uh, 
we'll see. I don't even think we'll, after this, I doubt we'll hear anything else about this till towards the end of the year. Yeah, I, I would not imagine hearing anything about it until, oh, yeah, by the way, this is going to release in a month. And also, since each episode was like its own little storyline, I it wouldn't surprise me they only adapt maybe half the episodes, or they just kind of blend episodes together or something. The better ones, at least, yeah. like uh, Pierre Lafoe and uh, Mushroom Samba, for instance. Mm. Hmm. All right, so what's next? Let's see, what we have next is, um, it's Funimation. It seems that Funimation is subpoenaing um, company web servers over One Piece infringements. Funimation Entertainment, they obtained and filed a DMCA subpoena to cloud hosting site DigitalOcean Incorporated last, about a little bit over, about a month ago, requesting contact information for a copyright infringer on, on their networks. And pretty much digital subpoena had up until yesterday to respond. The, the subpoena which was filed with the United States District Court in Northern District of Texas alleges that an IP address owned by them is being used for the unauthorized copying and distribution which is pretty much bootlegging of One Piece. And that is a series that Funimation holds the rights to in North America. They're saying that the person that the that this IP address is has violated Funimation's intellectual property rights and which falls under the Copyright Act. Funimation also requests that Digital Open expeditiously causes all such infringing materials to be removed or blocked or freezes the account at issue until the account holder removes all infringing materials or disables access to it. Torrent Free website reported Thursday that according to a source close to the issue, the IP address in subpoena is linked to the KISS anime website. ANA couldn't independently verify this claim and Funimation and their lawyers did not respond to their request by the time this went to press. Previously, Funimation did file an, an infringement complaint against 1,337 John Doe's for using BitTorrent to share an episode of One Piece six years ago. Now, the main reason why, if you ask me, people will torrent anime that's readily available is because people want to watch it from start to finish. They don't want to pay the money for the advertising. It's like either you can go to the site and watch it, or you can download it. Some also complain that when watching it in, in, in HD, the quality is not there, which I get. Sometimes when, because when you're streaming, you are hitting them servers pretty damn hard. It's just a matter of time before you know they end up trying to knock out all these sites. But when you knock one site out, one or two are gonna pop right back up, and it's like, ha ha, fuck you, you can't stop me. Hell, you could make Funimation could do a deal where you know you can get access to the entire catalog for like ten bucks a year. If they did that. There are people that would still bitch and say it's too expensive and so forth. My thing is this. If it's a fandom, support it. Find a way to support it, you know, the best you possibly can. I mean, I admit, I do download some titles and I do watch them. But I also buy the box sets when they are available. And if there is merch, I will buy any corresponding merchandise to go with it as well. 
Th th that's just me. Also, can we take a moment to appreciate the irony of One Piece being pirated? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pirate's gonna pirate. Mm. Anywho. Mako-chan? Yes. So there is a new Pokemon mobile game. Um, it's in alpha testing right now. It's going to be called Pokeland. Um, it was announced, I believe, last week or earlier this week. Uh, and right now it is only available in Japan. Um, trust me, I tried to get into the alpha and I can't. Um, so what this is, is it's going to be quote-unquote toy Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's going to be an open real world, it's not going to be open real world like Pokemon Go. It's going to be, um... I'm guessing kind of like the regular games, but also kind of like uh, some of the other mobile games that are just kind of cutesy and fun. Uh, basically, players will be able to search for Pokemon on in-game islands, and then each island is broken up into stages. And as of right now, there are 134 different species uh, waiting to be caught, trained, and sent into battle. The Pokemon are extremely um, cutesy looking, very glossy, very rounded, very bubbly. Uh, the developer is listed as Umbrella, and the official website promises simple and direct controls for streamlined gameplay that anyone can enjoy. Uh... So, yeah, uh, Pokemon will have different stats and abilities. Uh, you'll be able to use in-game items to make them stronger, but as of right now, it's a free-to-play model. Um, there will be search devices, I'm guessing things that you can purchase to make the gameplay easier. But, yeah. Um, so, as of right now, it will be for Android and iOS. Mm. But the alpha test right now is just for Android. Uh, it's opening up six islands broken into 52 stages. You can sign up to be uh, an, uh, an alpha test player by going to uh, playgoogle.com apps testing jppokemon.pokeland.beta. Um, but again, it's just going to be available on either uh hacked phones that you know will say that they're in Japan or Japanese phones mm. because trust me I tried and it said that it is not available in my country are you gonna go and try and go the hacked route uh no because if I do that I can't play Pokemon go yeah because you used to be able to but now with the latest version of Pokemon go it taps into the Android safety net uh, protocols. And um, when you root your phone, it breaks those protocols. And there are some apps that check for that, such as Hulu and Netflix and a few others. And they notice that the safety net uh, routines are disabled or not working, the app will not function. But 
there is a way around it. There are a couple of programs that will cloak it. It will make the pro will make the app think it's working, but sometimes it works, sometimes it does not. It is what it is. Honestly, the game itself looks kind of meh. It's not really doing much for me. Well, it's it's all like super deformed characters. So you've got to really be into that. And from the pictures that I've seen, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of RPG-y. But, like, if you've played... Um, trying to trying to remember um, what game this is. Uh, it's one of the, it's one of the Pokemon mobile games, or at least one of the apps that you can, you know, one of the downloads on the uh, 3DS. Uh, but it, it's, it's the gameplay, like, it, it's exactly like that. Um, it's one Pokemon against, uh, a bunch of different Pokemon. You've got to walk the, po uh, the Pokemon through the area that it's in. And, you know, battle the Pokemon that are in there. You can probably switch your Pokemon out. Um, there's, there'll be different things that you can probably find in the area itself to help you with either poisonings or to gain more health or get more coins or whatever. Um, but the gameplay itself is very simplistic, but it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. At least the similar game that I've played is. Well, until those come out, you know, you have the other Pokemon games you can play, and now that you got Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon coming down the pipe. Which people are all salty and pissy about. Can, can you briefly tell us why people are being salty about the, two, about the new games? Alright, so the main, the main salt thing is that it's been rumored that the Switch would be getting one of the main Pokemon games. Mm -hmm. um, the assumption was that uh, Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon would have Pokemon Star. And it would be basically that game brought onto the Switch. That's not what happened. Mm -hmm. um, basically, the Switch is getting a uh, Pokemon tournament mm -hmm. uh, with five new characters uh, that are able to be played. And there's going to be a new storyline for the 3DS games, um, and it's going to be Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So there's going to be two new games coming out um, based on the same area that the Pokemon Sun and Moon games are based on. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, um, but there's going to be different Pokemon uh, and the colorings of some of the Pokemon are going to be different. And they said it should be an updated story. Uh, my assumption on it, just because of the way everything looks, is it's going to take place after Sun and Moon. It's going to deal with the Pokemon League, which was supposed to be started after Sun and Moon. Mm -hmm. Um so you'll have to go through and get your Z crystals, and then you'll have to go through and actually play on the Pokemon League. Um, I think also for those that have played Sun and Moon and know what happens, you know, what the main final boss and all of that is, um, I think that's going to affect all of the Pokemon, and you're going to see that in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. 
That's my assumption on it, though. Just because that's how Pokemon is. They don't have to get a... You know, most of the Pokemon games that come out, they've got three versions. They put out two, and then a third one comes out later. This one, they're able to put out two new versions because they're going to completely change everything. Or at least, you know, do a different storyline. So instead of having to come out with a Pokemon star, Mm -hmm. they can do a different moon and a different sun. They could have just advanced the story and called it Pokemon stars anyway. They could have, but then they lose out on the money that they would have on having um, different Pokemon in both of the games. This is a complete money grab. I'm Pokemon Prince Money. Exactly. Exactly. And you know that the next time the anime updates, it'll be Ultra Sun and Moon. Because that's how, you know, the anime goes. It'll be it'll switch like midway through the season. Yeah, I mean they usually get what, like two seasons out of the first game, and then when the third game comes out, it's, you know, another season and a half or so. But yeah, so there's going to be a lot of Pokemon stuff. I I seriously think that eventually there will be a regular Pokemon game on the Switch. Um, I don't think you're going to get it before Christmas. But I think eventually you will get it. Just, it ain't happening now. (laughs) (laughs) And again, still not a reason for me to go out and and grab one. I will probably get um, Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon, depending on what is actually in there. I have Sun, so there's chances are I might end up getting a Ultra Moon because I got yeah, I have I have Moon. I was thinking the same thing because I got for for black and white. I got black, and I got white first, and then I got black too. I think. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase PATIO. Yeah, I haven't gotten a Pokemon game in a while. I think I ended up getting Pokemon Black and barely playing it. I know I got X and never even reached the end of it. I just ended up starting to breed Eevees. And that's basically, I spent hours breeding Eevees in that game. Because you had nothing else better to do? Well, no, because I I wasn't really into the story or anything like that. Um, Sun and Moon is the first gameplay that I've actually enjoyed the storyline enough to continue on with it. Um, So I actually beat the main storyline in it, and I haven't done that for a Pokemon game in a while. Gotcha. So, as did long get, as... Did hmm? you get to the post-game stuff? I'm doing some of it now. Have you run into a red and blue on, the, on their honeymoon? No, I haven't gotten that far yet. I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm nowhere near leveled enough to be doing that. I was barely leveled enough to beat the game. Which is my main issue with Pokemon games is I fucking hate leveling. Up until the 3DS, I cheated on every single one of my Pokemon games. Rare candies at the wazoo? Uh, no, I actually had the action replay um, devices so I could cheat. 
and make them level like 20 levels every time they battled. Wow. And that's the only way that I got through because I hate leveling. I hate having to actually level six different Pokemon just to be able to take on one gym and then have to continue on and level those same six Pokemon just to take on the next gym. That's my issue with uh, most RPGs is level grinding, and I hate it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I prefer games where either the level... You know, the level of your enemies depends on your level so that I can just go through and play or level is not a thing. Okay. All right. Now that we got that out the way, um, we're going to go ahead and open the Skype, the Skype line if I can get it to open. There we go. Um, if you have any questions about tonight's show, just give us a buzz on Skype at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes. Um, we will try to answer questions about Wizard World if we can. Because unfortunately, Wild Spice had to bounce because she has to get up for work in like five hours. That poor, poor child. Mm-hmm. No one should ever have to get up at 3 a.m. for work. No one. No. No. Mm-mm. I agree with that one. No. I don't even like getting up at 6 a.m. for work. I, I think five is like the cut is the acceptable cutoff time. Other than that, hire another hire someone on another shift. Yeah, I hate getting up at five a.m. I feel you, bro. I am just not a morning person. You never were a morning person. No, I've I've been in this job. Uh, oh, another month. I've uh, will be a year. So I've been in this job eleven months, and I'm still not used to getting up early. I'm just not a morning person. Alright, so now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about strange news from Japan. Um, I will take the second one. <laughs> Maki, I'll take, you can the... take the first one. Hmm? You can take the first one. Oh, so you're okay with talking about guys putting on condoms? Because <laughs> that's the third one. Yes, I know. I... At this, point, at this point, I don't care. Alrighty. So it's I can talk I about the piss. Ari is just unfazed at this point. So, um, yeah. On May 26th, all five groups of the Nagayoya City Council received packages from an anonymous source. Inside was a letter that specifically demanded an end to the use of women-only trains, uh, women-only train carriages on the uh, Higashiyama line of the municipal subway system during weekdays. Um, this article basically shows exactly why they need ladies-only train cars. Um, in addition to each package included a small container filled with a mysterious liquid described as yellowish and having an offensive odor. Um, yeah, so uh, according to the letter, um, it also explained that its sender had sent similar packages to places like train stations, uh, but was now sending them to the city council because the situation still hadn't changed. 
Police confirmed that each station along the line, um, the Higashiyama line and Nagayoi City Hall, had received similar letters in March, complete with the containers of foul-smelling yellow liquid. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, ew. Something, something. What the fuck is wrong with these people? This is this is in similar and parallel to to guys bitching about a women the women's only viewing of Wonder Woman. Fellas, if you stop acting like assholes, maybe we wouldn't have to have a women's only screening or women only cars. Give them. The I didn't say safe space in Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> Give them the respect that they want, you know? Don't bother them on the frickin' train. I mean, everyone's gotta be somewhere. I mean, the it, a, a big issue is the train cars are usually completely overcrowded. Mm-hmm. And one of my anxiety issues is large crowds. So I would definitely rather be on a women's-only car then be stuck being crowded in by who knows, you know, who. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can understand the want and need for it, but I can also understand from the other side why there's bitching. That's all I gotta say is, Yeah, I, I mean, overcrowding of the trains is a big issue. Groping on the trains is a bigger issue. But, yeah, I, I would not want to be overcrowded being forced up against uh, men I don't know. And these guys can take their piss somewhere else. I ain't into that shit. Exactly. And now moving from fat to tasty food, I know that's one hell of a segue, but check this shit out. According to the Tokyo police, they claim a prostitution ring let customers eat curry rice off of a naked woman's body. Now, we already know that there are places where you can go, you can eat sushi off of a naked woman. So, curry is not that far of a stretch. Yes, but sushi at least is cold. I, I yeah, curry's hot. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless the bowl, the plates were like kind of set up, you know. I don't know. I mean, depending on how they've got it. I mean, I know this. The sushi's usually on some sort of leaf on the body. I I I don't even want to imagine how curry rice is going to be placed on a naked body. Mm. Now, there is a proper term for this. It's called neo-taimori. It literally means served on a woman's body. It pretty much is the practice of laying out sushi on a naked woman. So there. But, it seems that the Tokyo Metropolitan Police say they have recently broken up a prostitution ring that 
offered things, including the Atomori services. Now, the group, which went by the name of Scandal, that's the group, not the, not the artist, they didn't use sushi. They used curry and rice. It seems that Scandal also offered more mundane sexual services, such as call girls uh, to customers' hotel rooms. This was pretty much active in the Shibuya Ward of Tokyo. A total of eight alleged members of the group, including the 36-year-old man identified by police as its leader, have been arrested. The police estimated that their activities brought in about 900 million yen, which is equates to about 8.1 million dollars. Police reports released so far don't develop into details of how the Niatomori curry rice was served and eaten. You have to understand that placing pieces of sushi with their flat stable bases on a human body is one thing, but curry rice is essentially shapeless, which is why it's served on, pla on plates with upturned rims or in bowls. It seems like pouring it over a woman's body will cause it to go sliding all over the table and from there to the floor, but if you're the type of person who orders your food from prostitution rings, odds are your culinary choices aren't dictated by the practicality or the cleanliness. And as Rageinator says in response to the prior article, this is why people can't follow the rule of not being a dick, is why we can't have nice things. Ari, please wrap it up. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> One of the ways I got a guy to use a condom illustrated booklet is released in Japan. <clears throat> On June 1st, Japan's Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare kicked off an AIDS Awareness Week campaign. Although the dangers of unprotected sex are well documented, condom use can be a delicate subject to discuss in Japan where much of interpersonal relationships are often built on assumed implicit understanding and direct expression of opinions are often shied away from an in an effort to avoid confrontation. Still, condom use is a critical component of healthy sex life and to help make breaching the subject easier, Yashuhara Hidaka, a professor of social epidemiology with Japan's Takarazuka University, has created a list of 100 ways for women to tell their would-be sexual partner that he needs to put on a condom before going in. The list has now been made into an illustrated, an illustrated booklet titled 100 Ways to Get a Guy to Use a Condom. Available on Hiraka's website, which deals with topics related to a number of health issues, the 100 ways are grouped into eight categories. Forcefully decline sex without a condom. Express your desire to, for him to use one. It's a straightforward matter. Use a mood to your advantage. Saying you want one for birth control. Buy condoms yourself and keep them on hand. Be strict about it. Using it for the very first time you sleep together. And wordless declination and it shows you a uh, laundry list of techniques to it and that things to say if he uh, won't put it on I'm actually looking at it it's a, it's a two page thing if you have the right printer you can print this out double side it, fold it and rock and roll I'm surprised this is more of an issue than it should be. Yeah. Why? It's an issue everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
I guess this is like, this is worse than we thought. Like it wasn't nearly as bad as we thought it was going to be. It, it, it kind of falls on lines that you know not every guy has common sense to use one. You know, so and there's there's millions of reasons why guys don't want to use one, but those reasons don't really count unless you're actually allergic to the material. But then there are alternate ones you can use. Mm-hmm. And we'll just leave it at that. You know what? I think it's time to play the last part, wrap up, and go home. Yeah. Good. I'm sleepy. Good. Okay. Then I will do that then. And um, we'll be back.
Well, now that we got that the entire show out, out of the way, I'm going to go ahead and quickly wrap this up because everybody is tired and we have to prep for anime next, which means we have to repair our livers. Well, some of us. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions, ideas, thoughts, or whatever, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up because we are here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post um, our convention reports, links to our convention photos and videos, uh, cosplay tutorials, cosplay interviews, anime reviews, and other cool stuff and editorials, things that we want to discuss with you all. And we also post our podcast there as well. But... If you're not able to access our podcast from our website, you can find us on various sites such as Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, mm. uh, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network forums. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos, panels, masquerades, interviews, all that cool stuff. Just swing by and check it out. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime jam session. That way you know when we're going live, uh, when articles and other stuff are going up, and other cool stuff that you may want to be in the ear for. And then there is Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. So definitely join us on that. And I just want to say to everybody who follows us on our social media networks, thank you so much for your love and support. As long as you continue to love the site and support us, we'll continue to bring you more documentation, more content, all that good stuff. And as always, we're here on the Vogue Network twice a week. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and Thursdays at 2 p.m. for our Encore show. But we are not the only geek podcast on this network. There are some other shows you definitely have to check out. You want to definitely check out these shows. The Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Hooked on Bond. Now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Uh, hopefully I can get to sleep at a decent time and not wake up fucking sore all over tomorrow. Gotcha. Mako-chan. I'm trying to decide if I want to bring absinthe with me this weekend. Oh, Lord. Me, uh, I think after this, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal and catch up with um, the F word. Been meaning to catch, check out that show. So that is it. End of list. We will be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. We'll have the full cast and we'll be talking about anime next and our hijinks. And maybe if we're lucky, we'll hit the slots and get that cash. But eh, we'll see. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Good night, everyone. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this
still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!